0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. And so tonight we're going to talk about whatever you want to. I really don't have a reason for doing this. There's no objective. There's no topic. Um, We're not raising money for anything in particular. Any money that comes in is just going to, like, the general fund. Um, Just thought it might be a good night. I've actually kind of come to enjoy this. So I figured... uh, We... (laughs) I figured we could hang out. Um, all right. I don't think we're going to be talking about that, though. <laughs> all right. So we're giving everybody a few minutes and, so they can get in here. And while we're doing that, I'm going to uh, try to put the links out. Hello, everybody. Give me one second and I'm putting out the links, whatever you want. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. I mean, within reason, of course. All right. Okay, so Santa Fe, never seen you live before. Yeah, I try to do it at different times um, so everybody can kind of come in. Am I affected by the fires? No. Um, Well, not really. They're not close to me. Um, I mean, I guess they are relatively speaking, but the the odds of them getting here are pretty, pretty slim. Uh, It's not something I'm really worrying about at the moment. Uh, um, Brian Welsh, Uh, both, actually, both sound pretty good to me. Thank you. Debra and Nunziato. Okay. Thank you, Chance. Uh, Guinness Wyatt. Well, I interviewed Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, I am mean, sure. Get him, get him on. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't know that he'd uh, re- respond to my messages. Let's talk about DeSantis. Uh, I try to keep a clean show. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, not really, uh, a big fan of the current governor of Florida. He's uh, let's just say less than effective. Let's see. Cool shade. Why not run for office? Really? Um, I, I think I'm more effective where I am. I, and I don't really, I think that you can run your life better than I can. Um, and then there's the added thing of, you know, politicians have skeletons in their closet. and I have a lot Um, It's just not something I want to deal with, to be honest. Um, Hello from Coast Guard City, USA. Let's see. Is there an uptick in theories? Yeah. Okay. So I am going to be doing a video about the documentary that got released. Uh, A lot of people ask me to debunk it. I'm not really going to do that. I mean, not None of my work is going to be that. There's a doctor um, that has agreed to let me basically use her stuff and run with it from there. Uh, I'm going to go more into why people buy into theories like that. Uh, Proper ways to protest effectively. Depends on the situation. I tend to uh, believe in a diversity of tactics. I don't think there's a wrong way to protest really. Um, You know, there are some people that say, you know, you don't want to upset public relations. You don't want to do that. It it all depends on the situation. Um, The most times the goal of protesting is to get people talking. So a lot of the stuff that people say, Oh no, that's going to, you know, upset people. It's still getting them talking. Um, So See, am I going to talk about that documentary? Yeah, I am I, in, a, in a roundabout way. That will actually be the next video unless something crazy happens. Thank you, Xavier. Thank you, Holden. Um, opinion on councilism as a political ideology. I'm going to have to Google that. I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I, I'm not sure what that means. Do I believe the? No, no, I do not believe it's a hoax. I don't believe it's overblown. In fact, I think we're making a a huge mistake right now. um, Rushing the reopen. Uh, I've I've said before in other videos, I think that we can reopen uh, in a a very strategic manner, kind of rolling, and then we'll end up having rolling uh, lockdowns again, you know, where people need to stay home. I, I don't think that just... Opening up like it seems like we're going to do is a good idea. I think we're going to end up causing a lot more harm. Um, Let's see. Thank you, Brian. Thoughts on Snowden? I think he did what he thought he had to do, um, and I, I think that he was acting in in, in, in a way his conscience demanded. I, I don't believe that he was a sellout. I don't believe that he was a traitor. I think he was doing what he uh, what he thought was necessary to 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 defend the country. I know that sounds weird, but I really believe that he had the right intentions. Um, and as near as we can tell, he didn't give away a lot of means and methods. Uh, thank you. Arash. I don't think he missed anything yet. Yeah, we're just start just getting started. Um, giving away secrets, not a traitor. Um, yeah. Okay. So treason is a specific thing. Uh, it has to do with uh, actually levying war against the United States. He didn't do that. Um, what he did was disclose some generalized means and methods, which is, is, is bad. Um, like as far as the national security act is concerned, and he could definitely be prosecuted for it. But I believe that his intentions were to protect the American people and, and, The oath that he took should supersede the statute, um, considering it was to the government. Uh, Thank you, Rogue Dog. Thank you, Nabil. Uh, Hello to Germany. When should I let my kids out to play with friends? Uh, That's a really tough question. Uh, that's a tough question because then you're, it's a chain. You have to worry about not just the, the people that they're playing with, but their parents, whether or not they're being safe, whether there's a whole lot to that. I don't know that I have an answer to that. (laughs) That's a lot of questions. Cats or dogs, definitely dogs. Do I believe in lesser evil voting? I understand it. I I understand why people vote in the sense of harm reduction. I, I get it um i i I tend not to support candidates that I can't support um I generally don't support candidates in any way. I support policies and the the lesser evil voting thing I get it. I understand why people do it um and there are certain definitely certain groups that it's incredibly important for them to engage in in harm reduction. I understand it. It's just one of those things because I am very, very much an ideologue. I don't know that <laughs> I can say, yeah, it's a great thing, but I can't condemn somebody for doing it either. Um, I, I get it. Um what is your opinion of ranked choice voting? Uh I, I like it. <laughs> I definitely think it's better than what we have right now. <laughs> um How can you find out where the stimulus money went? Eventually, there will be a watchdog that publishes all of that. Um, It's going to take a while. I don't even know that the government knows where it's all going right now. What I think of the Lincoln Project, uh, I retweeted Morning in America. (laughs) Um, That's what I think of I, I think that they are conservatives who are center, right, not far, right. And they don't like far right ideas. And I think that's, um, I, again, I, I, think they are acting out of pure motives. Um, whether or not I agree, um, Chris Bentley, we, we will talk about that. <laughs> Cause I, I've got a whole bunch of stuff about that. um, I don't know that. I mean, I obviously don't agree with everything that they believe, but I believe that their motives at the Lincoln Project are are pure. They don't they don't like where their party is headed. They're partisans who are upset with uh, the way Trump's taking it. And I can't say I blame them. Um, Mac B. What about Salon, Barbie in Dallas? (laughs) Uh, Carrie and I had like an hour and a half long argument over this. Um, I I don't uh, necessarily buy a lot of her story. Um, I think that she set out to prove a point. Um, She wanted to, to push the system and it hit her. And she's upset because people of her, uh, socioeconomic class uh, normally have a level of protection from that. Uh, thank you, Maurice. Uh, my take on the current Biden allegations, <laughs> which was <ones? laughs> um, so there was there was one that was obviously a setup um, through uh, the the right wing troll guy. I can't remember his name right now. Wall, maybe. Um, It it certainly appears that one was his setup. But there are a couple that certainly need investigation. Um, I I don't say, you know, believe all victims unless they're accusing somebody with a D after their name. (laughs) I I think there needs to be an investigation. Um, Let's see. don't know if you've talked about this. Going on in South Dakota with the government if you're talking about the checkpoints outside the res um, I the tribal land is tribal land um, I, I don't believe the governor has any say in that I don't think they should tribal land is tribal land um, there's there's not even any real argument to that, that that's the that's the rest. That's the rest. They, the governor, governor does not have authority there. Um, thank you, Woody. What do you think we can do to stop these clowns in the streets with their guns without infringing on the second amendment, mock them relentlessly. Um, eventually they will get tired of being made fun of. And most of the people who do this are very ripe for being made fun of. Uh, if, you follow me on Twitter. You just, you just saw me doing it. And I normally don't, but I mean, that was just over the top. I mean, there was a part of me that was like, these are people that actually support the lockdown, trying to make them look as bad as possible um, because it was just that over the top wrong. Um, let's see. Thank you. Dim studios thoughts on the battle of Athens. Uh, can it be done again? Should it? Well, I definitely won't say it should. <laughs> that, that sounds like a conspiracy charge. Um, the, uh, I, I think that something like that could happen again. Um, I, I Realistically, I could see it happening again, and I could see it, it going very much the same way. Um, if you don't know that story, that's totally worth a, uh, a search engine check there. Uh, thank you, artist sculptor. Uh, thank you, Lionel. Right. Let's see. If schools open in August, will you send your kids back to school? I don't know yet. I would have to wait till then. Um, I know there was talk about it happening now in Florida and no, they weren't going. (laughs) Um, I am not going to, uh, I I am not going to use the state government's judgment on that. Uh, that's not going to factor into it at all, to be honest. Uh, thank you, Christopher Sullivan. Thoughts on HR 6666 bill? I honestly saw that floating around and thought that was a meme and thought it was a joke. Um, I haven't checked it out. <laughs> are you, are you, dead? that's actually a thing. Um, I'll have to look into it because if it was anything even remotely close to the meme, that's entertaining. Um, viable candidates other than the Trump or Biden choices, Biden isn't the nominee yet. He's the presumptive nominee. He may not get it at the convention. And if we have an investigation that determines any of the eight um, are viable, he shouldn't get it. Um, so <clears throat> we just have to, again, that's, that's kind of a wait and see thing on that. Uh, thank you, Joey J. Thank you, Anthony. Anthony. Childers, what are your th- <clears throat> thoughts on foreign relations with China after this is over? Um, I don't think this should impact it. I think right now um, there's uh, elements that want to scapegoat China and use them as oh, uh, use them as the the enemy because you can't really blame the virus, you know. So they want. They want somebody to blame and they're going to use China. I don't think that there was anything intentional. I don't think there was any malice. Um, You know, there's this big thing of, oh, well, they were buying up PPE and they hadn't told everybody yet and they didn't tell everybody what they knew. You mean kind of like the White House was doing while they were telling everybody not to buy masks. They were out getting them for the White House. I I don't I, I don't know that I can blame an entire nation for something our own government did. Um, thank you, Arash. <laughs> what went down south? Yeah, we will talk about that at length. Um, so if you are not aware, um, thank you, Brian. If you're not aware, there was a coup attempt um, in, uh, in Venezuela, and it was a joke by all standards. It was horribly planned, executed even worse. They had no backup, no money. Um, What I am starting to believe is that the guys that are in custody down there right now, I don't know that they were aware that there was no money or that there was no backup, that it wasn't sanctioned. A lot of the stuff they did in that video (laughs) Um, in their capture video, it, it makes it seem as though they feel right now they're working for the government. Um, so it I this is a hunch. I have no evidence whatsoever to back this up. But from what I'm seeing, I think that they might have believed there the cavalry was on the way um, and that this was that they were doing the advance for you. A, an official. US involvement. Um, I don't believe that was actually the case. I think they were lied to. If, if that's what they currently believe. I think they were lied to. But I don't I can't prove that. It's just the way they're behaving. It, it's something very intangible that's leading me to believe that. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Hiram. How do you ward off mosquitoes in Florida? You don't, you just just learn to live with them. Uh, Thank you. Emoji. Uh, See, thank you. CJJ, please do another chat. I I will have T on anytime she wants, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Like for real. Uh, Yeah. I, I enjoy her take on things. And I like the fact that she's not a political pundit, you know, she, that that's not her profession. It's not what she does. This is, this is every person, you know, this is a, a view and it's a smart view. Even the takes that aren't mine, they're not bad takes. You know, <laughs> I I've seen nothing of hers that I would oppose giving air to. So um, thank you, Dave. Anya Pompil to a a phone interview <laughs> with the CEO of Silver Corp. Um, yeah. Uh, but I don't think from what I can tell, again, my hunch, I don't know that the Silver Corp management is entirely innocent. Um, I, I don't think, I, I think they made some bets and, and that they didn't pay off. Um, so, but again, that's a hunch. I don't, I, I don't want to go too far into what I think happened with it without something to back it up. And I'm trying to get something to back it up. So we'll, we'll just have to wait a week or so on that one. Uh, thank you, Eric. And thank you, Brian. Now I'm caught up for one year of your videos. <laughs> thank you. Uh, who would you choose out of Yang and Tulsi right now, Yang, <laughs> because I think that his permanent solution it is probably like for what we're dealing with right now is UBI plan. I, I think that's something that at the very least needs to be temporary because this we're at 15% and yeah, some of that's going to come back pretty quick, but a whole lot of it isn't. And if they want the economy to rebound, they're going to need to do it. Um, so, again, and those who watch this channel frequently know I am not actually a supporter of UBI in uh, on ideological grounds uh, from a philosophical standpoint. It's, it's not something I agree with. But right now, I, I wouldn't fight against it <laughs> like it's people need it. And I think that if we want to keep the economy intact, we're going to have to have something similar. So why not use the, the person that's been talking about it for quite a while? Um, Thank you, Tim. Let's see. Thank you, Nyabies Adventures. Uh, Thank you, Random Nobody. Uh, Thank you, Arash. We have trolls in here again. I, I saw Punk Psy in there moderating, maybe. Um, I actually, I I think YouTube filters them. I don't actually see a lot of the stuff that comes through or I just don't catch it. Um, so, uh, thank you, Leslie Johnson. Do you think we will get another stimulus bill? I sure hope so. Um, I I think that they, they, I don't think they have a choice. (laughs) I don't think they have a choice unless they're really just at the point where they're like, let it all burn. (laughs) Um. The, the the system that we have requires constant consumption. If people don't have money, that system doesn't work. And right now, even people going back to work today, which I think is a mistake because I think it's going to end up shutting the economy down again for a longer period. Um, I, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I I think that there's, they're going to have to do something. I think they're, we're definitely going to need another one. Thank you, the Peace Forge, Thoughts on the Sackler family's role in the opioid epidemic. How is it possible that no one in that organization received jail time? Lack of outrage by the public. Um, public outcry is a, is a very important tool. And if it's not leveled at the right time, yeah, people can walk, especially if they have money. Thank you, L.M., or Mel M., B, Gravy Stills, <laughs> Irrational Guards, <laughs> yeah, Mill Team Six, Tactifools. For those who don't know, because I imagine there's going to be a lot of comments about, about this, there was a gathering, a public assembly today, in which they went into Subway afterwards. One of the people had a, a an inert AT-4, uh, an anti-tank <laughs> rocket over their shoulder. And another person had something that looked like a 50 cal, but it was actually made of wood. Um, and yes, I prefer them carrying that stuff than to the real article, but at the same time, why, why carry it? It, Unless the goal is to provoke a reaction and overstep it. Nobody thinks that that's, that's normal. Nobody thinks that's normal. <laughs> Thank you, Diane Rose. Uh, I, I think it. I think the post office is in trouble under Trump. I don't think that it's going to go away. <laughs> um, I think that they may need a serious uh, infusion after a new president comes in. Um, but I do believe that Trump is trying to end it. But I do not think that. Congress or the Senate in general, um, even the Republicans, I don't think they're going to let that happen. I think they understand the function of the post office a wee bit more than the president. Thank you, G. Wolf. I'm so out right now and was so much happier the 30 years I didn't pay attention to politics. I know I need to, but it feels pointless. I'm going to do a video on that. Um yeah, well yeah, I'll tell you this. There's that that's a permanent solution to a temporary issue. And yeah, you know, it, it is pointless if everybody quits. Otherwise, it's not. If you look at the the arc of history, things get better. Um, and you just have to play your part in that. <clears throat> Michelle King, how come we aren't hearing Numbers from within the system, the prison systems, because people don't uh, care. Uh, people generally do not care about those confined. It's really what it boils down to. They're not raising enough of the stink. That public outcry isn't being leveled against the various departments of corrections or the Bureau of Prisons. And they also probably don't know. Um, they they probably don't have accurate numbers because I doubt they're they're wasting the money testing. That's the way they're going to look at it. Thank you, Micah Smith. So is this Curious George hat? Is it a prop or is it just a cool hat? Uh, there's a long story about that. There's a video on it. I, I've talked about it in depth in a video. Um, it was kind of a mascot for a group I was with. And then my kid wound up really liking Curious George. And I happened to have all this stuff. So it all came back out. Um It's not like a prop or part of a persona. It's actually mine. Um, Thank you, Rose Bean. I've been listening to you since you thread to your boy's shoes. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Murphy McManus. What's the last SGM? Uh, Yeah, you could send me a DM. Brett Drinkwater, let's say, good day from Tasmania. What are your thoughts on YouTube banning these conspiracy videos? Um, I get why they do it. If it was my platform, I wouldn't want that stuff on there. However, I think they should leave like the original one uh, at one location, maybe leave it up and debunk it. I, I don't know that censorship is the right answer. Provide them, you know, the same way they do with... Uh, false information about what's going around right now. You know, you have that little bar underneath that says, hey, here's here's some real information. Maybe YouTube could do that uh, rather than just ban it outright. I mean, that's accepting a little bit too much, or ex- maybe expecting too much from them, but the anime alchemists, you and the family doing okay? Yes, we're doing great. Um, thank you for asking. Trying, just so everybody knows, I'm trying to get through these. They come in in bunches, and it's, it's hard to make sure I can get them all. Uh, thank you, random nobody. When did people waving the U.S. flag all of a sudden become a bunch? <laughs> um, and uh, Yeah, I don't know, about 93. <laughs> if I had to put a year on it, around then is when it it really lost all real meaning. After the Gulf War, it became a bumper sticker. After the first Gulf War, it became a bumper sticker rather than a symbol of anything. Um, Thank you, Ernie B. Thank you, J.D. Wilder. What made you want to get this deep into politics and what were you doing when you decided to jump in? Um, I I don't know how this started. (laughs) Uh, I was a journalist and I, I really covered international relations more than anything else. And as things progressed, uh, specifically, it was with Trump's immigration policies. It brought me more and more domestically. And then it, it, it was very it was a very slow progression to get where I'm at. Um, let's see. Tammers. thank you, Tammers. I've been thinking since Fed hasn't been helping much, and supposedly the stock they have is theirs. Why we even have them? <laughs> what would it look like if the states just took over and Fed died? Uh, the Articles of the Confederation, the initial way the country was structured—that's uh, what it would look like, and. It, even or that period before the Civil War, when states' rights wasn't code for racism, it actually meant that the states were, uh, had control of their own territory. Uh, that's what it would look like. It, it's not entirely, it, it's not a whole lot better, but it, it, it's, it's a different approach to it. Um, thank you, Tori Forland. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Please let us know what we can do to help you or the communities. And haven't thought about, it. Oh, as far as the fires, um, I think we're going to be okay. Uh, I know that the, the media is painting this to be like horrid right now from what I've seen. It's not really that bad. It's, I mean, it's horrible if you were one of those directly affected, but it, it doesn't seem to be a giant event and, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, if something comes up, I will definitely let you guys know. Um, thank you. RC Maverick. Let's see. Mental health and lockdown. Okay. So I'm hoping to actually have a uh, interview with a psychologist, a therapist um, who's going to talk about that hopefully next week. Um, and we're going to get some real insight into it. Not just mine. Uh, are you a car guy? Uh, I'm uh, not really. Um, my, my wife's a Jeep girl, <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm, I'm not a huge car guy. The Miss Mags. Thank you. My hardware store has people put their hand on their weapon when they're asked to social distance, wear a mask. Uh, you know what? After what happened the other day, I I can't say I blame them. I, I would hope that wouldn't be necessary, but I understand why they would have a policy like that after what just went down. And if you don't know, somebody got shot. Um, they asked someone to put on a mask and some nut popped off around. Um, Thank you, Bose Einstein. There are polygraph articles showing if you delete influencers in the test, and if both sides agree to take it, to take it can be admitted by the Supreme Court. People versus Biden, Trump. Ah, yeah. As far as lie detectors, man, um, they're not in. Yeah, they're admissible, but that doesn't make them more accurate. <laughs> Um, There there are a whole bunch of easy ways to beat those, even the more advanced ones like the voice stress stuff. um, There's there's a whole lot of stuff that can be used to defeat that. And with the consultants that are on hand for political candidates, they'd be able to beat them. Uh, Thank you, Rebel Scum. What do you think of Shelley Luther's arrest? I am. I don't know who Shelley Luther is off the top of my head. Um, yeah, there you go. Bundy passed six polygraphs. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Deacon Moore. Hello from Scotland. If things get worse and you had to eat Alex, oh, <laughs> the whole thing about his neighbors. Yeah, that's a weird cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he needs uh, he needs some help. Thank uh, you, Leanne Brault. Evening, sir. How about touch on Social Security and living below the poverty line while on it and working? How can we save ourselves? Get off the system? Can how can we better ourselves in this mess? That if you're in that situation, you've already been let, let out by the system. You've been lost by the system. You have fallen through the cracks. Um, and we need a system change that that's one of those things that requires systemic change. Um, you can advocate for it through a state government, you can do however you want. Um, but aside from either succeeding within the system that exists, the, the capitalist system that exists or having that safety net in place and getting systemic change, it's, it, it, it will constantly be a struggle. Um, thank you, Alexandra Slater. Why do all these people feel like they're being oppressed because they're being asked to put on a mask? People are scared um, and they don't. They don't actually know. They don't know what to do. And, and it's fear based. And it's one of the things in this country, fear, the response to fear ends up being violence. And it's something that uh, it's something that we should definitely take to heart. And we're going to have to work on changing that response. Um, Jake Nichols. Hey, Bo, just FYI, I'm making good progress on my bugger bag. I messaged you for the video before I will make a video when it's done. It's us share. Thank you. People seem to forget we made a lot of changes after that. Uh, okay. So the changes become more. Yeah. Um, Not the internet, people. Uh, my wife is here. Bo's wife is here. Okay. <laughs> she said hi. Just for a minute. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, all right. Okay, I think I'm caught up here. Thank, thank you, Drama Mama. I wish you have questions. I always have questions for you until you are alive. <laughs> and then I blank out. Please wish your wife a happy Mother's Day. Hi. Absolutely. <laughs> Do I think Trump has... De- dementia, or it's just stupid. I I think that he is uh, he's doing what he's always done. He's he's an authoritarian person and he doesn't actually have the skills to back up being the guy Um, and doesn't have the Uh, yeah, doesn't have the skills to back up being the guy. So he's always focused on branding. So a lot of the stuff that he's saying would make sense in the business world. It just doesn't make sense in the, in the, in, in government. It, It doesn't make sense in leadership. If you're actually trying to accomplish something, it makes sense from advertising, get people talking about you. Um, but that's not always a good thing when you're talking about leadership. If people are talking about how little faith they have in you. I got a thing saying that I missed um, Tory Forland. Thank you. Uh, if, if there's a question there, I can't see it. Uh, thank you, Mark Witherspoon. Some darn guy. Hey, Bo, did you happen to see the video of the police in... Arresting a shop worker dressed as a stormtrooper. No, I didn't see that one. (laughs) Uh, I have to look for that though. Uh, hopefully nobody got hurt as I'm sitting here laughing, but, (laughs) um, thank you Raul. Why do some conservatives not see how safety nets are not just to support lazy people, but are there to keep a workable economy? Um, examples from Cali change your mind. I hope so. I hope the examples will change your mind. I think this situation is going to change a lot of people's minds about safety nets, because now they can't just say, oh, you know, it's those people. They don't want to work. They, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's why the Republican Party is having such a hard time with messaging right now when it comes to this, because for a long time, they've used that as you're one of us. You're better than those people that need help. And now all of these people need help. And they in many cases, they're they're cutting off their nose to spite their face, and it's – I'm hoping that we're going to see a shift here after this. What gives you energy? What drives you? Uh, the hope for change drives me. The hope for eventually getting to where we're going um, is what drives – what gives me energy? Uh <laughs> The little wins along the way, you know, we've had wins on this channel where we have affected an outcome. When we when we covered something specific and went to change it, um, talked about it, and did a call for action, we were actually able to change the outcome of what was going on, or at least help in that manner. And those little wins keep me moving. Um, to be honest, that is definitely something that helps. Uh, so. Thank you, Siberial. What kind of support can people in the international community lend to Americans who feel they are held hostage by a system they cannot affect? (laughs) Man. Lobby for for less immigration restrictions in your home country so people can leave. (laughs) Because, I mean, the U.S. government doesn't listen to its own citizens. (laughs) It's not going to listen to anybody overseas. Um, and I think there are a lot of people like one of the things Canada has is they don't allow felons in, which sounds great. Okay. It sounds great in theory, because in most countries, a felony is a serious thing in the United States. You can, there are felony charges that are, that would be misdemeanors everywhere else in the world. So that prohibition actually It's Since it's not done case by case, it's not violent felony. It's not actual crime felony. You know, there's a whole bunch of things that are felonies that are victimless. Uh, I would suggest that would be a change Um, because a lot of the people who end up on the bottom rung of things have been hit in that manner, too, because they don't have the money to pay for a defense. So we are the most incarcerated country in the world. See, any thoughts on the book the fourth turning? Uh, I don't have any thoughts on it. I haven't read it, but I'll take a look at it. Do you think a homelessness surge or rent mortgage forgiveness is more likely? Right now uh, a surge. Um, but I'm hoping that will change because I think that the landlords will end up lobbying for it. Because if everybody goes, if, if they a large portion of people go out onto the street, their, their values go down. What they can charge for rent because there's less demand because people can't afford it. They have to drop prices because then it won't equal the mortgage. And, and there's a whole cascading domino thing here that just isn't being looked at yet. Um, but uh, I'm hoping it will be because I'm thinking that a lot of those People will uh, end up lobbying in favor of their tenants, not because they're good people, but because it benefits them personally. Um, Okay. Trying to catch back up here. Michelle King would love to have a sit down and chat with Miss Bo. She might do that at one point. She was on the last one. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then she cussed and I try to keep the channel clean and then YouTube changed the things to where we can now actually mark if it has that on it. And anyway, that video is still not up. Um, but that's, that's probably something that would, uh, will eventually happen. Um, thank you, con the stoner. Hey, Bo, love your work. was wondering if you're familiar with Proudhound and what out on um and what you think of his work if you are um try not to get too far into this i would say i would suggest that it is worth reading um i would recommend a lot of his work um and even in a light skim on the internet of just some of the the base ideas um might be a good idea uh to see if you're interested in picking up the uh the rest of it. Uh, Thank you, Kyle Green. Hey, Bo, just been watching since Kaepernick videos. Thanks for the differing perspectives on ideas. You made me think and evolve. Thanks a million for your, well, thank you. Uh, Thank you. Thump. Many thanks for what you do. Should have gotten around to donating. Any thoughts on the Canadian first nation rail blockades earlier this year? Um, the this goes back to what i was talking about the the checkpoints on tribal land here if it's tribal land it's tribal land it is tribal land um they don't have i don't believe that the that federal governments or state governments should be able to interfere in that um so and i if i'm not mistaken a lot of those checkpoints or the blockades were going where they were entering tribal property um and I could be wrong about that, but do you think it's time to start requiring black men in the USA to be trained in weapons and required to carry at all times? I don't believe in requiring. I don't believe in mandatory almost anything, Um, but I don't think that's a bad idea <laughs> for after the last few days and what's been uh in the media the last few days, which is just the most recent in a long chain of events of little spurts like that, where it actually winds up getting coverage. Um, I I actually have a a video. Let's talk about being armed and black. Um, I, I I do not think it's a bad idea. It just has to, you have to be very careful because law enforcement will use that from the other side. Um, So that, but yeah. There's no easy, uh, easy answer to that question because there's the ramifications from it on law enforcement side. Uh, thank you, Rick. I don't see whatever photo you're talking about. (laughs) Thank you, Bose. Will the shooting in Georgia on the black jogger who wanted, will change any laws? I'm a dual citizen. Um, I I don't think it's going to change any laws um, other than maybe the citizens arrest law in Georgia. Uh, The problem there isn't the way the laws were written for that one. It was that the DA, from what I understand, wouldn't allow them to be enforced the way they were written. (laughs) Um, But we'll have to see. Uh, I'm still not. I'm still not uh, convinced that's going to end in a favorable way. Thank you, Mark Witherspoon. I, You know, I will find that video and drag it back out because um, I've got a whole video on it, on my hat and, and the, the Curious George thing. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Aiden. I have not seen Planet of the Humans. Uh, thank you, Shruggy Emoji. Uh, thoughts on cryptocurrency? Thoughts on the Federal Reserve? Man, that's a huge topic. Um, I like the idea of cryptocurrency. I like the idea of a currency that is not tied to a nation. Um, And I, I think that with time, that's something that could become a very effective and useful tool for people. I don't know that it's there yet, but I don't want to trash the evolution that might get to where it needs to be. So there's that as far as the federal reserve, there there's so much in that, you know, I, I am somebody who is, who generally likes the tangible asset kind of thing. Um, the federal reserve is not that, however, I'm not an economist and most economists that I have talked to have said that it's not as horrible as it seems and that it helps stabilize markets and all of this stuff. And honestly, I don't know that I'm up to date enough with the information to have a hard opinion on it. Um, but let's see. Thank you, Sherikov. Everyone should know how to handle a firearm just in case they are in a situation where a firearm needs handling. <laughs> this, of course, has nothing to do with the issue of owning and keeping a firearm. Thank you, Jeremy White. Even if I don't always agree, you learn something. That's, eh, you know, the thing is, I learn in every comment section. So that that's an even trade for me. I'm hoping I'm caught up. Thank you, Jim. If I've missed something, put it in all caps or something to let me know. I think I've got everybody. Um Tara Reed is not the Sharknado actress. <laughs> remember which video you talk about the squirrel and the shoebox. Um, it was one about, I would imagine it was one about how people don't understand the purpose of a firearm. I don't remember the title. Um, but I've only told that story once <laughs> on, on this channel. So I, I think it was in one of the ones right around the, the period when I did the like three or four part series, um, I think it was in one of those. Uh, thank you, Nate Roberts. What are your views on monopoly purchasing journalism outlets? Do you feel the unionization of journalists as a defense for this issue? Unionism versus new gilded age. Um, I don't. I think the solution there is is having less outlets and having more journalists. Um, you're, you're seeing it more and more now where journalists go off on their own. And I think that's actually going to be the right, the right route, because eventually doing that will be profitable enough for the journalist to have the fact checkers and crew that they need, at which point you don't have somebody from on high saying, this is what needs to be you know, this is your angle. This is what you need to cover. The journalist is going to cover what they feel is important. It's still going to be important to, to critically examine and critically think about what they say. But at least, you know, the biases are going to be the biases of the individual journalist. And you'll be able to find those because everybody has social media. I mean, it's really easy to find out where biases are now when you're talking about individuals, when you're talking about large companies, not so much. It's harder to track the money than it is a tweet. So I think that if we want a more accurate and more free press, that's the way it's going to end up going. And and it's going that way slowly anyway. You are seeing a lot of people that are stepping out from networks and stepping out from outlets and starting their own things. And no matter how small, it helps a lot. Now, initially, yeah, it was all the inflammatory people. But now you're seeing a lot of, a lot of hard fact journalists making that move. And I, I think that's important. And I think that's actually going to be the answer. Um, now, a union among those people would also be probably be pretty useful, um, especially when it comes time uh, or some kind of insurance thing, as far as liabilities to protect them from lawsuits and stuff like that. I think that would be extremely useful but. What do you think about requiring safety and usage training before buying a firearm? Um, I think that people need, well, it's one of those things. It's kind of catch 22. I I think that you need training for a firearm. However, you can't get it without a firearm. (laughs) I think that prior to any, this is one of those things that boils down to a personal responsibility thing. Um, in order to train and then to become safe with one, you, you have to have one and it has to be, you have to be instructed and, and, and use it. My level of what I would consider acceptable is not anybody's rational idea. I would want somebody to be a lot more trained than most would be okay with. But I also, again, it's one of those things. I'm not big on making a lot of stuff mandatory, um, but it's one of those things that we should advocate for, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't want there to be a law saying you must complete 40 hours of training because then that 40 hours is going to become worthless. I would much rather you have to be able to accomplish X um, before you're granted a concealed carry or something like that. That would make more sense to me than time because We've all been to classes that were literally just killing time and not learning anything. I would, I would be more about skill proficiency. Um, And I know that doesn't make sense. You know, you actually want the people to be better at using a thing they should never have to use, but if they become good with it, the respect will follow. Uh, A lot of these people, they go out, they buy one, they think they respect it and then they don't. And some tragedy follows. Um, I, I think that my level of, of training, what I would want is higher than anything the government would recommend or require, but I also don't think it should be mandatory. I think people should do it because they, they understand that it's necessary. If you're going to carry a weapon, you need to be trained. Um, Okay. Let's see, Raul, oh, how do we distinguish between greed and opportunism in global trade? Does the U.S. bully trade policy have a place in the 21st century or just, man, that's a tough question. Um, I, I. Okay, so we've got my, my personal views. Cooperation is more important than competition. Um, And I think that that's that's the way of the future. The U.S.'s current policy is not based on that. Um, So I do think our policy needs to change. However, it needs to change in an equitable way. And I don't know that the current changes that are being advocated are going to lead us that route. I think it's more right now. A lot of what I'm seeing as far as trade is making it equal between the big economies now that doesn't help everywhere else in the world. And and I think that that would, I think that's the route we should go from an international relations standpoint. Economists, they may have a different take on that. Uh, Thank you, Sammy. Thoughts on martial arts training. If in a state that doesn't allow, I definitely, um, I, I, again, that's one of those things that I think everybody should be proficient in being able to defend themselves. Um, It's also good exercise. It's good discipline. You learn a whole lot of other stuff along the way. Um, Even even short classes, if you don't have a lot of time, because most, when people say martial arts, most times they're thinking Eastern martial arts. Um, If if you don't have the time to go through those, there are still programs out there uh, that will guide you through it and will help you. Um, and will make you practically proficient, Uh, but they don't include all of the the discipline and stuff. Um, Somebody apparently is asking for the dog. There's there's bareness. Um, Thank you, Texas Bala. i think i'm caught up on those uh and um uh, i think i'm caught up on those if, if i missed any just you know type them in all caps and then miss Bo has written some down that i can't actually read is the person Bo's wife on twitter actually her those it's at Bo's wife too yes that's really her Um, thoughts on the book, the fourth turning, I haven't read it, uh, since plastic is slow to decompose. Why not build tiny houses using plastic? Yeah. Why not? I mean, that would seem to make sense. Um, thank you Raul and no worries. (laughs) Uh, let's see. How do you propose? How do you prepare a bug out bag for diabetic supplies? Okay. So what you're going to have to do with that is they, they have coolers that are solar powered that are or they they're uh, hand crank. They have a bunch of different kind. They can help keep that on hand. The problem is getting that stuff ahead of time and getting the 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 medicine to have it stashed away. Um, that's one of those things that there's not a, a good answer for. Um, and you are going to have to improvise at the moment Um, things go bad. You're going to have to consider what you might do in a situation where there is no rule of law uh, to to be ready for that. Uh, I hope that answers that question. Name of the videos on coping mechanisms. I actually think it's like let's talk about coping, uh, or something similar to that. Uh, let's see. What is what is your background? You have so diverse fields. Okay, so I, I was a I was a security consultant, a contractor. We're going to talk. Just so you know, I'm going on uh, Catherine's stream tomorrow. We're going to talk about this in-depth and this this industry in-depth, because people have an idea of it as everybody's like Blackwater. That's not even remotely true, but that's the widely held perception of it. Um, In that, I picked up a lot of skills and then I was a journalist. Um, and, And those things together, they require a lot of interdisciplinary studies. Uh, you have to learn about a lot of different fields to understand how things are going to play out, uh, especially if you're on the, the more academic side of things. Um, let's see. Thoughts on community driven al- alternate economies like Ithaca? Like Ithaca? I, I I don't actually know what that question is. I, I'm going to be honest. Thank you, Internet Surfer. Uh, who streamed tomorrow? Catherine's. Um, she's on YouTube. I, I think it's actually Catherine YT, and Catherine is spelled with a Y. I've had her on the channel before, and she was part of the skit that we did about uh, the the Bay of Pigs invasion. Can, can y'all hear the dog eating? Because that seems really loud. <laughs> um. One, not very can we get a link to tomorrow's stream i don't have it uh but yeah i'll put it out on my stuff when when i go on uh, is the, pumpkin real? the i'm sorry what is the pumpkin real no the pumpkin is not real <laughs> uh what are you asking i know it's not real it's a question okay that somebody's had <laughs> Should people living under the poverty line be allowed to hunt year-round? Um, I mean, I don't I, – There, there's a whole lot to that as far as populations uh, of the animals and that, that there's a lot of room for a, abuse there. Um, I, I would suggest that within certain limits, yeah. <laughs> like you know the normal limits that occur when you're you're managing a a game population yeah I, that should be factored in um, because that could help um. <laughs> Pops has got you too yeah and he's really loud that's Destro that's the husky he is. He is, uh, he's a big boy. Let's see. Thank you. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Why is the pumpkin fake? Because it was the one leftover Halloween decoration in the house that didn't make it to the egg. Yeah. Okay. So the pumpkin (laughs) went up there. Um, (laughs) the, the pumpkin went up there. Because there was a uh, religious group, and I use that term loosely, there were a bunch of bigoted pastors who targeted a YouTuber, um, and they called him a big fruit and a pumpkin. This was the the pastor saying all this, and that the pumpkin is the, the biggest fruit of all. So he's a pumpkin, and da 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 da. And they happened to be coming to my area, and I thought I might announce myself as as a pumpkin that might show up and say hi. Uh, That's where it came from. And it has stayed there ever since it's a Halloween decoration. (laughs) Um, That's where it really came out from. Uh, So. I am talking about Catherine on YouTube um, and that, but I think that's spelled with a Y. So he was hungry, I guess, which I don't understand. I mean, other than he's massive and he's always hungry, but thank you, TJ. Thank you, Ian. What's my take on 5G? It's it's a cell phone technology. It's I, I don't, I don't, there's no conspiracy there. The whole, that if, yeah, that's just not a thing. Um, fell the 9,000, do more patches on my gear, make me an operator. Yeah the more the more you have the more operatory you are um, you just looked it up and her name is Catherine with no why really man okay uh, let's see your opinion on Florida's unemployment system. I don't know much about it other than what I've heard. Um, I've got friends that tried to get on it and tried to access it and basically couldn't even get in after, you know, five or six days, they were finally able to get their claim, but they weren't told anything and they didn't get money for a, a, a very, very long time. Um, somebody's asking about the origin of rule three of three. Yeah. It has to do with, uh, with that incident and, If you're familiar with the initial incident involving Morant, you're like, wow, what a horrible thing to take (laughs) to take a slogan from there. There's an evolution um, of that term as it moves through the contracting community. There's a video on it. I actually think it's let's talk about rule 303 and Parkland um, is when I first brought it up because I saw a bunch of cops wearing it who did not understand what it actually meant. And it, it, it bothered me. Um, thank you Z. and Thank you Bose Einstein. Is it wise with all of your security journalistic knowledge background advisable to share a zero point energy solution against the current system? I am progressing in it and will share for free. Is it's okay? I get what you're asking now. Is this? Uh, uh, I'd have to know whether or not you intended on giving it away. If you're looking at, it, if you have some technology that is going to be widely beneficial, and you are looking at, to give it away, then yeah, absolutely, get it out there as early as possible, and you can crowdsource it. You can other people will help. Um, then the uh, the other side of that is if you're not, and you're you're looking to make a profit on it. Then your your best thing would be to develop it as far as you can, patent it, and allow people to improve on it. Um, that would be the the socially responsible thing to do, uh, rather than have a patent and protect it to the extreme where it, it can't be improved on. Um, somebody done it asking what to do about rape culture. Mm-hmm. And, okay, I didn't get that one. Um, all right, I didn't see it. Okay, so, wow, that's a huge thing. Uh, our issue there has to do with how men are, uh, men are granted, growing up, they're excused for just about everything. And there's also the, the idea that power, is what makes a man. Most of those kinds of crimes are not actually about the act. They're about power. And that conditioning happens very, very early on in life, through grade school, through through middle school, through high school. Everything becomes competitive. It becomes about power. And masculinity ends up getting perverted into, I'm going to use the term, everybody cover your ears, if you don't want to hear it, a toxic version of it that only values the extremes and i think that that has a whole lot to do with, with the current culture in the us i think the strongest move there is evaluating the way we educate and condition young men and i know people are saying we know we're not supposed to do that yeah well then it is as big a problem as it is but so, I mean, in a, in a short answer, education starting very, very early and changing the way we prioritize what's important within masculinity. Um, thank you, the Blue Noble, or is that Nobel? Is that a Nobel Prize? Um, public Works Project, integrated edible trees and shrubs into our infrastructure to reconnect people with their produce. There are fewer farmers. Now. Absolutely. 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 That's, um, yeah, I strong advocate, um, for that. I've got probably five or six videos talking about how to landscape your house with stuff that's edible, you know, changing out the the Japanese boxwoods that most people have in front of their windows for raspberries or whatever, some thorny object, because the whole reason those are there to keep people away from your windows. You know, there are better alternatives that also produce food. Um, Go to your happy price, price, line. Well, howdy there, internet people. It's Bo again. So there's nobody in here right now, but we are coming back. We had some kind of technical difficulty, which often happens because I live out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but we're we're back now. I tried to get any of the. The messages that were sent in before everything went south, I, uh, I tried to save them and took photos of them. Let's see. Yeah, we're back for round two. Glad everybody's coming back in. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I live out in the middle of nowhere. That happens a lot. Uh, <laughs> do I see the purge becoming a reality? Yeah. But, I mean, OK, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not entirely impossible at this point. What's the cutest breed of dog? German Shepherd. God, that's a ridiculous question. Um, OK, so these are some that came in before we had our technical difficulties. I hope I didn't miss any. Um, let's see. Thank you, Julie Henderson. Becky Murphy. Thank you. That one's blurry. Oh, no. Ian Stewart, please comment on Elon Musk and his minimizing. He did two hours with Joe Rogan. Yeah, um, I, I saw that. I So a lot of people, especially when you're talking about people of that type, um, when they look at statistics all day, when they look at figures and stuff all day, they come across looking at stuff as um, they look at it in percentages and percentages. When you're talking about half a percent, 2% of, of people lost, that's not a huge deal, you know, and they don't often people of that brain type don't often put those into real numbers. And then even, even less often do they turn that into real people. So when, Musk is saying something like that, or people like him are saying something like that, and often they're minimizing it, and they're doing harm from my point of view. I don't know that it's intentional. I think it's just the way their, their brains work. Um, But anyway, uh, thank you, James Dorn. Ignorance and arrogance are a dangerous combination, right? <laughs> yeah, they are, <laughs> um, especially if that's also combined with idealism and they become fanatics and, you know, true believers are the most dangerous people in the world. Um, Let's see, when it comes to this stuff and what we're dealing with, I I wouldn't rely on people like Musk. I wouldn't, I, I would focus more on the doctors, the virologists, the epidemiologists, the people that actually know what they're talking about. There are geniuses that are in that field they should be paid attention to a little bit more than a really smart guy from another field. Um, thank you, Michael. Do you think that the current anti-vax and conspiracy are, are an actual threat to the efficacy of a potential COVID vaccine in the coming months? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. Um, i, I if there are enough people who do not take advantage of it when it comes out, then it's going to be a whole lot less effective. Um, and it may allow enough transmission for it to mutate. And then the vaccine isn't effective at all. There, there's a lot of, of risk in that. Um, Sorry. I, I think my dog is jealous right now. Um, is Roger Stone a real Floridian? No. Beer of Choice Guinness. Did you have any phobias growing up? Mm, I don't know. If I had any phobias, but I definitely had a fear, a healthy fear of snakes. <laughs> um, to stand. Crack- Crenshaw's background make him a dangerous candidate. His support of Trump is concerning. Um, I don't think any more than a, uh, I, I don't think it's his background that makes this concerning. <laughs> I think it's the the support that he lends to some more outlandish policies. And that, that seems to be, I think that's far more concerning than his background. Uh, like to hear your view on the Flynn case dismissal. Also would love to hear more on Venezuela. Um, okay. So with Flynn, here's the thing. I'm going to do this in two ways. First, I have to do what I feel ethically bound to do. I know a whole lot of people that worked for him that are friends with him. And I am biased by that. Um, Aside from that, lying <laughs> about stuff like that is a crime. And his position, in, in his position, he should have known better to, let's say you truly believe that he, he did nothing wrong. His past experience should, should have informed him that v- he shouldn't put himself in that situation. Um And as far as the memos coming out, that's very, very standard. You know, but prior to going into an interview, it's very often, are we going to try to actually get the person to tell us what we want to know? Or are we going to try to get them in a situation where their stories are going to conflict? That's not a conspiracy. That's a standard procedure in in any interview, not even just law enforcement interviews. Um, And Flynn, with his experience, should have known that. So I, 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 I have a personal bias, but at the same time, I can't feel a lot of sympathy for him because of the reason I have that bias because of his background, he should have known better. And I don't, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. Anyway. Uh, thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Juelda. Juelda. I'm sure I butchered that. I apologize. Um, see is the backpack in the shop your bug out bag no it is not um that's actually just a collection most of that is random stuff (laughs) that's a collection of stuff that I've had from over the years and it just gets piled there in case I ever need it Uh, boy scout type stuff always be prepared um, how do you work on mutual support networks in urban and suburban environments where knowing your neighbor seems like a thing of the past? Start with your immediate circle, um, and then throw a party and have each one of them invite three people that you don't know and branch out from there. Um, I have a whole, I'm sorry. I, people. Yeah. Sorry, my, my, my wife has informed me you can't do this right now because of social distancing. But yeah, under normal circumstances, that's how you would do it. Make it a social thing. Um, I have a series called Let's Talk About How to Change the World, I think that breaks down how to develop networks like that. Um, but one of the key things is to make it fun, not make it a not make it a mission every time you're together you know, make it a barbecue, make it whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Um, let's see, thank you, Zach Clark. Is there anything you need help with? I build websites and edit videos professionally. I'd love to work for you in any capacity, even as a volunteer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a list. <laughs> um Reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook or wherever and put that in 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 the headline um thank you lenny lenny Uh, hi destro and miss (laughs) bow jeeps next okay um permaculture Okay. (laughs) okay Um, let's see here. Do you do podcasts? Let me throw that one out there real quick. Yeah, we're on all of them. It's bow the fifth column. Um, so permaculture and there's a lot of meanings to that, but the general idea of what I do is I try to plant stuff that requires very little maintenance that replaces, um, the normal landscaping in a yard. You know, the trees become fruit trees, you know, stuff like that, that helps. There are a lot of people that want to extend that and say only do native stuff, which in some areas that's very feasible. In Florida, it's a little less feasible because there's not as much edible stuff that would naturally grow here. Um, But. Thank you, Lord Snappy News Networks, journalists, you would recommend. Um, I don't know. See, it's what I do, I use an app called News Republic, and it's – first, let me go ahead and warn you. It's a little right-leaning, not hugely, but a little right-leaning, um, but it pulls uh, articles from pretty much every outlet, and, and you can refresh it. And every time you refresh it, even 30 seconds apart, you're going to get 10 new articles. And eventually, as you, the more you use it, the more it learns what you want to read about. And I think that's a good way to get a a wide variety of viewpoints rather than trusting a particular source, which I think is more important. Um, You know, that's I I think the diversity of thought and being able to filter it and and bring it down to what you believe is one of the things that ends up missing in the U.S. a lot. Um. Tyler Harvey, seconding the tip from Zach Clark. I'm a branding and graphic designer. Extremely interested in doing any work I can help to do to advance the work you do. Thank you, Tyler Harvey. Okay. And yeah, same thing. Just send that all in. <laughs> uh, Evan Morris, from your painting elephants video, are you a vegan? Um, I am not. I'm not, um, I I don't, I don't have the discipline for that to be honest. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to try to come up with some, uh, some rationalization or justification for it. I I think that eventually we are going to have to move to a primarily plant-based diet, um, as a species. I'm I'm probably not going to be the person that takes that first step, but I I don't, uh, I also don't make fun of vegans. Uh, I I get it. And and you're probably right. (laughs) I'll I'll admit that. Uh, Thank you, Nico. Can we do more videos on asymmetrical warfare? Yeah, we're probably going to have to soon (laughs) Um, because I have a film we're going to have to learn. We're going to have to talk about a lot of little capers like uh, the Venezuelan thing, because just as our economy is becoming shaky, a lot of uh, less stable countries are having the same problems and there are going to be there, there, are going to be flare-ups. There's going to be a lot of unpleasantness in a lot of, in uh, a lot of the global south, as it gets called. Um, Swamp Slayer, who <laughs> or what is QAnon? It's no, it's Nostradamus for today. Um, the general idea is that there is. Uh, a person that's inside the administration and this person is dropping breadcrumbs to random people on the Internet about some supposed fight that they're having with the Democrats. That's all behind the scenes. And it, depending on how far you go into it, it's either slightly plausible or absolutely nuts. Um, I, uh, there are different purveyors of this theory. And some of them take it to a very bizarre extreme. The further you go with it, the crazier it sounds. Some of it is actually to the point where you you have to wonder about mental health issues. Um, and some of it is just, it's people that have connected dots. They've added up two and two and came up with five. Um, and, you know, so some of it, it's relatively harmless, and some of it may, as far as the theories that come out of it, they may have some plausibility, but then you get into some that are very implausible and very, I mean, I'll go ahead and say impossible to be accurate. And the problem is that that group of people, you never know which one you're talking to. <laughs> and there's a, a wide overlap between those who believe just the stuff that, that, okay. I mean, that's a little crazy, but yeah, it could be true. And the people who actually believe there's like demonic forces like involved in this, it's, it's really something else. I, if you don't have a, a reason (laughs) to, to really delve into it and, 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 spend a lot of time trying to discern what it is they're saying because they also talk in a lot of acronyms and stuff like that. You basically have to learn another language to even understand what a lot of them are saying. Um, unless you have a reason to, I, I wouldn't, even, even if the, the semi-plausible parts are true, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> um, if it's true, it'll all come out in the news eventually anyway, but I, I don't, uh, and, and then the parts that aren't plausible, uh, I would just stay away from those people, to be honest. Um, let's see. Thank you, Anna L.A. I was just hoping you'd go live. I'm a vegan. Whoever just asked if, vegan, if Bo was, lab meat is a good answer. I have actually tried some of that, and it is not bad. Proud communists. Hey, Bo. Come on down after a long day of music recording. How are you tonight? Everything good? Everything is great. How are you in the Discord? That's a friendly reminder (laughs) from her for me to plug the Patreon and plug Discord. Uh, Okay, I missed one. Seth Wildcard, what do you think about holding the business accountable for using illegal immigrants instead of immigrants themselves. They don't hire themselves. Um, my view on that is uh, that nobody's illegal. <laughs> so, um, my, my personal view on, on that subject is is uh, I am very well aware of the fact that it is an extreme one. Um, I People who want to come here and work, they can come here and work. I don't have, I don't I don't think that they need a permission slip. That's honestly how I feel. I can understand how there are some people who want to slow or regulate or whatever. I I get, I get the desire, but it's not something that I honestly believe. Um, Rather than focusing on how and who to punish, I would wonder why we're punishing people for crossing a line. Um, And the fact is the more, the United States, our economy is, under normal circumstances, needs immigration. We, we actually require it. So I don't know why we would punish people doing that. We need workers. They're not of all, you know, they, we don't all just need professional workers that come through with the visas. We need everybody. And when they come here, they don't, if, they, if we would allow them to come here and settle, they wouldn't be sending the money back home. They would be spending more of it here. And even as it is, they're an economic net benefit. So I don't, I don't, I don't support any, any way of punishing. <laughs> uh, let's see. What are my thought on 80% lowers? Uh, I, I've known guys that had done that since the nineties. <laughs> um, that's one of the reasons why I, uh, for those that don't know, the, the part of a firearm that's regulated is something called a receiver. And it's, it's typically, it's a hunk of metal that all of the other metal attaches to. That's what the government considers the gun. You can buy one that's 80% finished and it's not a gun. So there's no paperwork on it. Um, I don't actually have an issue with that. I think that the the I think our wider issue is, is not guns, it's gun violence. Um and for those that haven't seen it, I did a a, a three part series on firearms. And if you're like, wow, that really doesn't seem like a view he'd have, go watch that series and it will it will explain how there's a huge disconnect between the pro-gun side, the anti-gun side and the facts of guns. Um, because, you know, there's not the extremes that get presented. They don't have any basis in reality. Um, our real issue here is people and that that's not a cop out in the sense of, Oh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. No, people are the problem and there are steps we can take to fix that. (laughs) Um, so that that's yeah I don't actually have a huge issue with 80% lowers let's see thank you Stefan is the government not issuing passports something to be alarmed about I understand not traveling now just concerned about when or if they will start issuing again seems unnecessary I think and again I don't know this but I think that has more to do with not having um with not having people in those facilities and, and trying to cut down on people working. Uh, let's see, Joe Diaz. You, you missed them too. So okay. okay. Could you do a video about how toxic masculinity factors into far right recruiting tactics? I have a whole bunch of videos on masculinity. Um, and uh, yeah, there's actually a playlist. Let's talk about masculinity or let's talk about men's issues that has stuff on that everything from uh just normal toxic masculinity to mras to incels and it all gets discussed uh, let's see did i did i answer the question that you were trying to show me um, no because it's before that one it's right under the 80 percenter question okay well i i must have lost it what is it <laughs> um, hang on. can we download the every chat you make with us for a rebuild of our basic human state of life. The technology I work on delivers no need to kill. Anybody. Can we download? the If you're asking if you can download my stuff. Yes, absolutely. Uh, is the Dunning-Kruger effect a good starting point when discussing with those who were enlightened by the film pandemic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'd go that route with it um, because, because that gets used as an insult sometimes. You, you may not want to start with that, <laughs> but it, it's probably something that should be in the conversation. Um, so the for those who don't know, the Dunning-Kruger effect is the if you gain a little bit of knowledge about something, you're very confident in that knowledge. The more knowledge you gain, the less confident you become. And it even gets to the point where you you could be a subject matter expert and you are less sure of yourself than you are the person that's read five memes. Um, yeah. And that's that definitely plays into why people are buying into this documentary. But I'm not sure that that's going to be a good opening thing because people will get defensive. Um, that's and that was Mike K. Thank you. Um, and then. Dickie McGizicks. What do you think of Kyle Kalinske? I don't know him. Um, I don't know him. And I, people are gonna, I haven't watched a whole lot to form an opinion. Um, so yeah, um, I'm actually way behind on my YouTube viewing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ariana. Thank you. Hi, Bo. Thank you for all you do. I wonder if you have any info on Treasury Department nationalizing the Federal Reserve Bank. I do not. Um, I, yeah, I I don't know anything about that that is, man, because that's going to open a whole can of worms, the fact that the Federal Reserve isn't actually federal. Um, So there's a board of governors. It's federally appointed. It's a blending of... Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Sean, like to. Sean, I am actually not. Um, I mean, I don't care if you do, but that's not a thing for me. Um, so the Federal Reserve's an in-depth topic um, that is. It, it's it's kind of like the modern uh, monetary theory thing and all of the other stuff. I'm not I, I tend to stick to what I know and. I am not enough of, a, of an authority on those subjects to be able to contribute anything meaningful to that conversation. Um, I don't know enough and I don't, I don't want to pretend that I do. <laughs> uh, thank you. Burglar. Have you read Rebecca's Solnitz, a paradise built in hell. What are your thoughts? Are e-pandemic? I, I have not. Man, y'all are giving me a reading list tonight. <laughs> Brian Doverstein, thank you. Can we achieve a successful stateless society when we have people like the lockdown protesters? A a successful stateless society requires a highly educated populace and it requires a shift in solely thinking, from solely thinking about yourself to thinking about others. Those are the two main components to a successful stateless society. Um, And without that, I mean, it's not going to, uh, it's not going to go anywhere. So you can have some people like that, but it won't be, uh, you, you can't have a lot of them. They have to be a clear minority. What are you doing over there? <laughs> okay. Oh, because nobody gets to see Destro. People want to see Destro. Okay. All right. Will you do a video on military contractors? I'm being interviewed tomorrow about contracting in general, and we will go through white, gray and black contracting. The difference between contractors and mercs and all of that stuff. Um. So, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that pretty in depth. Do I have an opinion on the length of the Tiger King's prison sentence? No, I didn't even watch that. I'll be honest. Um, Sam C. Thoughts on the pro McMichaels crowd? <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to be disappointed. <laughs> um, I. I that crowd is the crowd that always emerges anytime a person of color gets killed in questionable circumstances. Um, whether it is completely unjustified or even just a little bit uh, a, a, a little bit obscure as to why. You will have a crowd of people show up and say that it's okay. And you can infer from yourself why they think it's okay to kill people of color. They would not be having these, these support clubs if it had been a white guy. Um. So yeah, there that's, that's how I feel about that. (laughs) Shannon Hayes, Trump's president, (laughs) Trump's presidency has been so different from past administrations. Do you think, like then 13 keys apply to the Trump presidency. I I do not know. Y'all are giving me questions, and I've got a whole lot going on in the background right now. <laughs> the mismatch. What are your thoughts on states limiting care for those with disability if resources become scarce? I get the mass casualty type incidents, have different rules from normal, but um Okay, you got (laughs) to stop. Okay, so triage applies um, in situations like this. Now, what when the guidelines that you're probably referencing are really more for when they have run out of everything. And what they're doing at that point is... Uh, triaging based on quality of life as well. It's it, it's a horrible thing, and it's something that shouldn't be happening. Those guidelines are in place to, to take the responsibility off the doctors who would be in that situation and have to decide: Do we provide life support to a seventy-year-old Down syndrome patient or a twenty-three-year-old? Uh, you know, there's and they try to put guidelines in place to defuse that responsibility, the, the moral implications of what would have to happen if they run out. Our goal should be to make sure we don't, we, we don't run out of the supplies needed. That should be the goal. Um, there's a whole lot of focus on the, the actual, the guidelines, those guidelines are going to exist. They're going to exist. Now, whether or not that's right, and the, the call that the the decisions that were made in those guidelines are the right guidelines. That's open for debate, but guidelines like that will be there. Um, I, th- I think a better use of our time would be making sure that hospitals have everything they need so they don't come into play. Uh, with the recession depression following this pandemic, what do you think of a works project? Yeah, we absolutely are going to need a jobs program. <laughs> I would suggest we start, I, I think there might've been one included in like this, I want to say it was a color, maybe the green new, new, new deal, something like that and use the jobs program to switch over the infrastructure. Something that we're going to have to do anyway. So we don't have another situation like this. Um Thank you, Andres. Hi from Cuba. Sorry for my English in advance. What will happen if two special forces soldiers from the Venezuelan army try to kidnap uh, Marco Rubio? In Miami? <laughs> they're probably going to go to prison for a very long time. Um, right now, the guys down there are looking at 30 years. Um, that's what they are looking at realistically for their charges. Uh, thank you, Joe Diaz. I know you've read this, but if y'all have some time on your hands, a digital copy of The Complete Works of Thomas Paine is on Amazon for $2. Thank you, Caitlin. What have you been reading while social distancing? I've been working. I haven't been reading anything. (laughs) Um, I've been putting out videos. A lot of this has taken uh, a lot of time from what I normally do. Also, I've got a whole bunch of kids, and they're all here. <laughs> I have no time <laughs> under normal circumstances. Thank uh, you, Lenny. Uh, Destro wants to be famous, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, what any NVRN talking about New York City murders? What? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to need an explainer on that one uh thank you midnight 111 no question i just wanted to say thanks i started doing a community garden plot yes and i'm splitting it with a neighbor because of your stuff thank you thank you thank you thank you for doing that corn went in today awesome thank you kelly hudson let's see thank you temper dan New idea, non-corporate patent subsidy like 20 grand with a patent class in high school so people can act on their ideas and make money without a job. How many is a whole bunch of kids? Uh, One, two, three, four in the house as we speak. Uh, Michelle Smell. Smell. I would add "Empires of Eve: A History of Great Wars on Eve of Eve Online" to the reading list. As a non-gamer, I find the fascinating phenomenon the phenomenon that fascinating. Oh my god! Can you list all the currencies coming in? I I can't. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I think I've seen. I think I've seen Canadian. Dutch, U.S., and I think that's it so far. Do you think the citizens in Venezuelan can be named legit terrorists? Okay. Uh, No, but not not for the reason that people are going to think. So terrorism has a very specific definition. Um, When you're talking about it in the sense of asymmetrical warfare, which this was. So terrorism is the use of violence or the threat of violence to achieve a political, religious, ideological, or monetary goal. And the attacks have to be designed to influence those beyond the immediate area of attack. So them going in to snatch Maduro is not terrorism. If they were going to go around and blow up a bunch of stuff to get Maduro to surrender and give himself up, and, and target like civilians and non-military targets in that process that would be terrorism the terrorism's a tactic and a strategy um, what they did was wrong um, it, it's a bunch of it's against a whole bunch of the laws of war but it wasn't terrorism specifically um, Nevada nurse, New York city hospital murders. I don't, I actually, I must not be familiar with that incident or that case. Cause it's not ringing a bell at all. Uh, thank you, Robert Lee. After the failure to help ordinary people from both parties, do you After think the it would, so the- do you think it would be easier to put more progressive policies in the green party or forming a new party? Mm. See, part of the issue is that the Green Party has uh, a lot of progressive policies and a lot of people are scared of them. The uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you think it would be more... It'd be easier to put more progressive parties. I think it'd probably be easier to start a new party and go from scratch. I really do. Because you're going to have an institutional memory there that they're going to have to, that you're going to have to overcome. Um, Okay. So there's a nurse in uh, a Nevada nurse who went to help New York and claims patients were being murdered. I don't know anything about that. Um, I, I don't know anything about that. Um, Do you think James Comey will get what treason? Treason, again, that's a charge. He didn't help any foreign government wage an act of war. So I don't think that James Comey will be charged with treason. Let's see. Will Trump reject the result of elections and its grassroots to rebel? I don't think so. Um, I think he'll be embarrassed if, if, if he loses, I think he'll be embarrassed. I I don't foresee that as an outcome, to be honest. Thank you, Carrie Fox. Almost middle of May snowing West Virginia murder wasps and a plague. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun year. Does that mean all total war should be considered terrorism? So terrorism is also the purview of the non-state actor Um, because they were not, as far as we know, um, officially employed by any government. They were non-state actors under general doctrine. A country cannot commit terrorism. I know that given the focus of the United States when they're using to justify actions and always saying they're a state sponsor. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But so is the U S if you apply those same standards that are used for those countries to the United States, the U S is the same thing. Um, But generally under doctrine, a terrorism can only be committed by those who are non-state. I would, there's a schoolhouse rocks video. And it's called Pirates and Emperors. I would strongly suggest you watch it if you're interested in that topic. It really delves into it. I talked about it in a recent video and actually used a lot of the same examples. Um, but the the Schoolhouse Rocks video is actually really entertaining and funny. So I would definitely take a look at it. The Purple Party of Canada. Thank you. America needs a purple party. Progressive utopian reform projects of a liberated earth. I, think I just got $5 to run a political ad. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mallow. Uh, and thank you, Carrie Fox. It was an attempted coup, but a coup isn't terrorism. You know, we, we use these terms a lot. Um, and in political speech and rhetoric However, they all have real meanings and we've used them so much, a word like terrorism to somebody who that was their actual field of study. When I hear it get used now, it actually just annoys me (laughs) because it's nine times out of 10 when the term is used. It's not terrorism. It it isn't. That's a very specific thing. Um, And it, it gets widened and narrowed. Based on who's in power and who they want to, to target and who they want to excuse. And that becomes very annoying, because the difference between a terrorist and an insurgent isn't much the the difference between, um, you know, an allied. Uh, auxiliary fighter or an irregular soldier, whatever, and an insurgent isn't much. There's a whole playlist on asymmetrical warfare that goes through the definitions of this stuff and how it's and and what they mean as far as practically in the field, when somebody is engaged in insurgency, what the difference between that and terrorism is. Um, But anyway, let's see. John Didier, I was raised with zero dependency on weapons and the like, just dependent on the Lord above for protection. Can you ever see yourself somewhere, sometime, weapons non dependent? Uh, I don't know, God. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I gave mine up a long time ago. Uh, okay. So there is state directed terrorism against its own people. When you're talking about police, uh, actors, those at times can (laughs) fall into that, but it's, it's very narrow. Um, normally they fall into it for like 30 seconds, and then they've moved into genocide or some form of ethnic cleansing, some other form of war crime. Um, I just sent you a DM via Twitter with the RN's video. I'll take a look. Uh, Is there no consequence to the Fed injecting trillions of dollars into the economy? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there is. (laughs) I'm sure there is. Uh, A terrorist is a person who hasn't won when they win their freedom fighters. (laughs) Uh, One of the examples that I used to give when I actually used to teach a class on terrorism. And one of what I actually used to use in the class, I would describe a group of people who uh, attacked shipping, attacked commercial shipping, disrupted. Uh, the post office and customs offices and stuff like that actually pulled people out and publicly humiliated them as part of a, a campaign to get uh, the people on their side um, as far as they did this to opposition governments. They torched government officials' homes and all of this stuff. And everybody understands that this ter- this is terrorism. This is the Founding Fathers prior to, prior to open conflict. That statement one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter, is very, very true. Um, The stuff the United States engaged in, the founding fathers of this country, what they did prior to the revolution in the lead up is textbook terrorism. Um, That's what I mean. It's not necessarily an insult. It's a tactic. It's a strategy. So let's see. I saw something I wanted to uh, comment on up here. Oh, yes, it's a plan. No, it's not. No, it's not. Go go watch some of the debunked videos on that, please. Um, okay. Where's the sign-up sheet for those glasses? Tampa. (laughs) 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Uh, Thank you, Mandy. Is Bill Gates being shady in regards to vax? I I don't think so. Um, You know, the conspiracy theories that come out about him... They don't, they generally don't make any sense. Um, So I don't, I don't put a lot of stock in them. I don't. Um, Thank you, Artemis, just for fun, 25 or six to four. I I don't know what that means. (laughs) Zachariah, get your vaccines. (sighs) All right. If you have a question, ask your doctor. <laughs> okay. I'm so proud of American Males right now. Trey Crowder's lockdown pro in this video ticked off Vic's Mitch McConnell video and Bo's Alpha Mel video are also awesome. Well, thank you. And if you don't know, Trey Crowder was on this channel just a few days ago, maybe yesterday, day before. I don't know. All blares together now. Um, oh, Chicago song. <laughs> Gates has no business talking medicine. I, I don't know why uh, he's funded research into medicine and has talked about pandemics, predicting everything that just happened for the last 10 years. Um, because he's not a doc, uh, that. I'm not either, but I get asked about it a lot. Um, I, I would say that what he is attempting to do as far as vaccinating places that would not get access to it is a good thing. And this is something that he warned about. It's one of those things where this is somebody who went out of their way, spent their own money to develop plans and 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 even host exercises to help train how to combat this and then when it comes out and it turns out he's right rather than the government admitting that they ignored people and ignored free training ignored everything they turn around and lend credence to some conspiracy theory that they're to blame The, the gates isn't to blame what's happening now is because our government is ineffective it is inefficient. It didn't listen to people who have been trying to stop this before it ever started. Um, thank you, Carrie Fox. Thank you, John Didier. And thank you, Michael Duncan Hagar. I support Great Lakes Recovery and the Men's New Hope House in So do you have a recovery program that you support? Um, I, as far, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have any that I truly like that, that I've checked out and I back up. Um, so well, the right. NYC comment, the New York, the, the nurse that got on there blubbering uh-huh. and saying all this stuff uh-huh. about murdering patients in New uh-huh. York hospitals. I'll tweet some links. Uh-huh. And then there's also a, a Dog interview. It's actually very, very good, which is talking about the treatment. She's. Not somebody I would believe. Okay, so there you go. Uh, the Nevada nurse thing, um, while we were sitting here, I guess my wife went outside and watched it. And no, then there's. Right that, but there's rebuttals. Okay, so there's a rebuttal from Z Dog, one of the docs that I've talked about on this channel before. Um, you did not listen to me. Okay. I will put some links. Z Dogs has information. The other one is a link with. That rebuts what the nurse is saying. And if you actually watch the interview and the link with the New York physicians and what we're learning about COVID. How is that different is, than what I said? Because it's not a dog did not do a rebuttal to it. But he did a video about it. He did that entire video with the New York doctor and it talks about all of the ventilator therapy and, and what we're learning. Okay. And the happy hypoxemic. Okay. Bo's wife is rad. She is. And that nurse obviously has not worked in an ICU. That's <laughs> all I can say. Okay. She's not very smart. Z-Dog is the man. Uh, Yes, and he he did, for those that don't know, he put out another video about that documentary. Um, And like I said, we'll we'll be doing one soon here, too. I know. Did y'all see that? I didn't listen to Miss Bo. I'm in trouble. did I answer that question? I did. I'm not, I don't, I know everybody seems to think that I, I, I I don't, (laughs) uh, thank you, Mike K. I became an American in November. I'm happy with what I paid for, but federal government isn't as good as advertised. (laughs) How do I exchange for one that works? (laughs) Go to Canada. (laughs) Uh, just say yes, dear. Yeah. She was speaking for someone else. Uh, let's see. All right. What is the root of the fear that seems to drive? the irrationality of many on the right change. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. Um, so (sighs) you grow a beard so fast. (laughs) Yeah. I get five o'clock shadow at noon. Do I believe in aliens? Uh, I mean, I definitely think there are other things out there. Uh, I think we'd be, it would be pretty, uh, arrogant of us to believe we were the only things around. What does in weirdo mean? Uh, somebody who used to work with me was trying to describe what I did as a contractor. And that was a line in it. And it, it was just hilarious because it was the most o- oversimplified and accurate thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, and it was, it was more or less, you know, there, the problem exists between these two people and then in walk's weirdo explaining that these people have been at war for 600 years it started because of this the cycle of violence continued because of this and blah 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 and here's your solution and the general idea was that many consultants and this is true they are referred to as weirdos. Um, and it just it kind of stuck and and I actually really enjoy it. Let's see, are you optimistic for United Ireland? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Brexit is what is, is going to accomplish what 800 years of conflict couldn't. Um <laughs> Let's see. What do you think about the Fast and Furious program? Uh, mm. Gunwalking, what was being attempted there, is is a tactic and a strategy that gets used. Um, It gets used not just with guns, but with drugs and all kinds of other stuff. It can be successful. That was extremely mismanaged. Um, almost to the level of this thing in Venezuela, (laughs) not quite that bad, but pretty close. Um, The general idea, the theory behind what was going on is an effective way to deal with uh, certain types of militant groups, but that's not really who they were targeting with it. So it it didn't work as planned. When you do that and you're talking about militant groups, they get the guns and they keep them. Because they need them, because they're going to engage in militant activity. When you're talking about a criminal enterprise, they take them and they sell them, and then you don't actually know who has them anymore, and it defeats the whole purpose. Um, it, it, it's a good theory that was completely misapplied and then mismanaged. On top of that, so I, I don't, uh, I, I don't think. It um, is something that I don't think it should be replayed. I don't think there was any criminal intent with it. I think it was incompetence. Um, But at the same time, that's probably something that should actually be investigated because there's a whole lot in that with stuff turning up missing that never walked, um, which seems weird to me. But we'll see. Uh, thank you, the Purple Party of Canada. How do we decommodify basic essentials? Uh, there's a whole bunch of ways to do it. I'm going to guess that you're going to say a resource-based economy. Um let's see. Have you always held your specific life and social philosophies and grown with them or are they something you had a journey to get to? Um, I think it's both. Uh, I I was always very anti-authoritarian. Um, and I always doubted the uh, legitimacy of might makes right, which is the basis of a lot of government. Um, I think it was a journey to refine that. And I think I'm still on it. Um, So thank you, Artemis. My previous $2 were lesser spent, I think. (laughs) Amen, amen. I am, thank you, amen, amen. I'm an RN. Thank you for your messages and thoughts. Thanks to your family supporting you as your wisdom supports us. Okay. Are ethnic minorities more affected by COVID or is it zoning and overcrowding and poor housing that's to blame? If the tables were reversed, would it be whites? Um, I think there's also a lot of... uh, Systemic issues to deal with healthcare and accessibility. Um, if you have a population that is disproportionately on the lower end of the socioeconomic class, they don't have access to healthcare, which means they have a lot of conditions that aren't diagnosed. One of the big things with this is that it's pre existing conditions combined with this that are proving fatal. So I think that there's probably an overlap there. I think it's less about um, it, it's less about the, the stuff that we see when we think of of the poverty gap and more about the, the fact that the health care that a lot of white people have isn't as widely available in, in, in that community. So they don't have they don't know. That, that they have an existing condition. You know, everybody's saying, well, if you're vulnerable, you need to be more careful. What if you don't know you're vulnerable? Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. But again, that's a guess. I haven't seen any data on that. Um, stay at it. I'm handling mine over here, disabled veteran, USMC, and you know what? You have a platform and I do not yet... Keep it up. Speak knowledge. Demos. Thank you. Just a gas station clerk and an accountant. Just here to listen, but wanted to contribute. Signal all. Thank you. Just, I don't like that. Just a gas station clerk. I don't like that. Don't say I like that. <laughs> um, Okay. Environmental issues affect poor people more too. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Also more smoking. Is that true? I don't, I don't know if they smoke more. Um, All right. Okay. So we are winding down now. We've been doing this. This is the second version of this, and we're almost at an hour. So a grand gas station attendant. Yes. I like that a whole lot better. Um, so so we're going to do a last call for questions, and uh, then we're going to get out of here. North Korea in free fall. I don't think so question from another how do you begin to navigate how do i begin to navigate what <laughs> uh, you gotta turn that off you gotta turn it down are there any tactics in the movement you find helpful in most cases yeah not using that word <laughs> never using that word um there there's actually been a lot of conversation about that lately because it is so loaded and because people associated with with things that have nothing to do with the philosophy um that's one of those things most people when i start talking about this, people on this channel most of them agree with most of it and it's all that philosophy but if you use that word to describe it to the average person they're not going to have a, a positive reaction to it because they've, they've always heard of that in a very negative light. So I would avoid using that word um, and, and talk about it in practical terms. And then you can get into the theory later. Uh, thank you to Mose. <laughs> uh, let's see. Thank you. Wick trial. I'm getting really nervous that one of these processors is just one misfire away from causing a ton more damage than they intend. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very, very realistic thing. Um, Thank you, Mac B. What about enlistment and COVID denial? Uh, Yeah, I've heard that Um, and I've heard it's not waivable and that it's permanent. Um, and yeah, there are questions about whether DOD knows something about how long it affects your lungs or they're just being pretty preemptive and trying to take more cautions. Lenny, do you have a Twitter? Lenny mm-hmm. um. So you get her those... See, thank you, Nico. What are your thoughts on Hawaii being an illegally occupied—an illegally occupied country since 1893? Uh, that's a historically accurate statement. Um, now, what happens today with that information? I have no idea. Um, there's, there's, if the United States was to give back all of the land that it took with, with <laughs> in less than legal means. Um, we'd be east of the Appalachians and that's pretty much it. <laughs> we, we don't have a whole lot that was uh, obtained lawfully under international laws of today. I don't know what the answer is. Let's talk about performative wokeness versus real efforts for change. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I, I I don't mind it. (laughs) I I don't mind people that actually go out and do the performative stuff. I really don't. Um, There are a lot of people who have large social media followings that engage in that. And, it is very different than on-the-ground activities. Um, however, it does help change thought. It does help if it becomes a trend to to embrace a more progressive view. It, it, it's moving that window a little bit. So, as annoying as it may be, sometimes um, I, I don't it, diversity of tactics. I, I don't think it's a whole, wholly a bad thing. Uh, thank you, Woody Woodman. Have a blessed one, everyone. Stay safe and be kind. Thank you, Bursalak. Are you a wobbly? (laughs) I'm actually not. Um, but I was part of the, (laughs) I was part of the management team that, uh, I don't want to say encouraged, did not discourage the unionization of some independent journalists under my watch um, through them. So I am not, but I have strong sympathies. Uh, thank you, Kimberly Bridges. Thank you, Bad Pirate Monkey. Be gentle with yourselves. Be gentle with each other. And howdy leftist tech support. (laughs) How do we break down the wall to the mainstream right now? We're doing it. All right. Okay. So I think that's it. And I think I'm going to call it a night. Um, so y'all have a good night. It's just a thought and all of that stuff. If you didn't catch this, it will be up on YouTube relatively soon. Uh, so, and if I missed anybody, I'm sorry, send me a DM or something and I will try to find it. Y'all have a good night. Oh yeah. And punk si doing my job for me. Uh, yeah. And don't forget to click subscribe and buttons and bells and Patreon and Teespring and all that stuff. All right, y'all have a good night.